Greetings and salutations, everybody, and welcome to the first episode ever of the PB Podcast. It's been, well, we've, we've had this in the works for quite some time, and today's podcast, we're going to be talking about, we're going to be talking about news, we're going to be talking about memes, we're going to be talking about Valentine's, it's, it's going to be just a lot of stuff. We're going to be having a lot of fun. I hope you enjoy listening, and let's get to the news. Now, speaking more about school news and more like uh, related to the IB program, specifically math. Now, if you don't know how math works in IB, you have three kind of different levels of math. You have math studies, math standard, and then math higher. Math studies, which is like a simpler, more real life uh, version of math, which kind of features economics in a way. You can see a lot of real life applications. Math standard, which is more like high school based math. And then you have math higher, which is undergraduate and, you know, um, university sort of math. Now, the way the IB is doing this, it's going to be redone in, uh, uh, if I'm correct, August of 2019. It's going to be in the fall of 2019. And they're going to do it in a unique way where it's kind of like uh, most subjects, but it's also not really going to be, so it's going to be like standard and higher instead of having this weird thing, standard higher studies. So the way we're going to do it is there's going to be math application and interpretation which is going to be the new studies. And now don't get confused, that's going to be like the standard level. And you can also take it into higher. And then there's going to be math analysis and approaches, which is going to be a mixture of standard and higher level, which you can also take into higher. Now, so basically they're adding kind of two higher options depending on what you want to take. When they are redoing this curriculum, it will basically look more similar to, for example, your science subjects or your... um, Social studies programs, programs, <laughs> subjects. Subject. It's okay. Um, it will basically build on. So if you take higher level, for example, in in any of these, the standard level uh, topics will still come on, and then afterwards you will take the higher level topics. For example, you do that in biology right now. And yeah, um, so if we would conclude this, basically this means that math studies will be scrapped and you can't take that anymore sorry <laughs> sadly and yeah if we would co- to compare this like you said um math applications and interpretations would basically be the equivalence of studies right now with more real life uh, real life uses and yeah and prepare you more for like for example economics and subjects that require you, you practic- to practical use. And business, for example. Um, while you have analysis and approaches, which is m- most similar to standard and high level today. And we're, I think we're going to conclude that segment with the whole IB news thing. I know the whole thing sounds conv- convoluted and confusing, but it's still not introduced. And I'm not sure if they're going to tweak it. But hopefully, it's going to be a lot less confusing for the new pre's joining, or the new IB1s coming in next year. Okay, so moving on to our astrology section. Since this is our first ever astrology segment, we decided to give you all some basic information about each sign. And if you don't know your sign, you won't have to worry, because we'll tell you which dates each sign includes. 
So the first sign is Aries and it's from March 21st to April 19th. It is a fire sign. Some of Aries' strengths are they're courageous, determined, confident, enthusiastic, optimistic, honest, and passionate. And some weaknesses are impatient, moody, short-tempered, impulsive, and aggressive. And since it's almost Valentine's, we, want, we also wanted to mention the most compatible signs for Aries. And they are Li Libra and Leo. Uh, so the next sign is Taurus. And Taurus includes April 20th to, to May 20th. And Taurus is an earth sign. And the strengths are reliable, patient, practical, devoted, responsible, and stable. And some of Taurus' weaknesses are stubborn, possessive, and uncompromising. And then again, the most compatible for signs for Taurus is Scorpio and Cancer. So moving on to the sign of Gemini, which is between May 21st to June the 20th. Uh, Gemini is an air sign, and some of the strengths include gentle, affectionate, curious, adaptable, ability to learn quickly and exchange ideas. And some of the weaknesses are nervous, inconsistent, and indecisive. And the signs that are most compatible with Gemini are Sagittarius and Aquarius. Moving on to the fourth sign, Cancer, which is between June 21st and July 22nd. Cancer is a water sign, and some of the strengths include highly imaginative, loyal, emotional, sympathetic, and persuasive. And some weaknesses are moody, pessimistic, suspicious, manipulative, and insecure. And the signs that are most compatible with Cancer are Capricorn and Taurus. Okay, so if we continue f further on, um, we have Leo, which is between July 23rd to August 22nd. Um, it is a fire sign, and the strengths are creative, passionate, generous, warm-hearted, cheerful, and humorous. Some of its weaknesses are arrogant, stubborn, a bit self-centered, I guess, lazy, and inflexible. Um, most compatible with this sign are Aquarius and Gemini. And moving on to August, we have Virgo, which is between the August 23rd to September 22nd. It is also an Earth sign like, like Taurus, for example. Um, the strengths are loyal, analytical, kind, hardworking, practical. Um, some of its weaknesses are shyness, usually they worry a lot, and overly critical of, of themselves and also others. They also tend to focus a lot of, on work and don't really play around a lot. It is most compatible to Pisces and Cancer. So the next one would be Libra, which is from September 23rd to October 22nd. It's an air sign, and some of its strengths are cooperative, diplomatic, gracious, fair-minded, and social. Weaknesses would be indecisive, doesn't really like confrontations, and will carry grudges against someone, um, and also self-pitying. It is most compatible to 
Aries and Sagittarius. So from October, we have Scorpio, which is between October 23rd to November 21st. Okay, um, water, it's a water sign and they are resourceful, brave, passionate, stubborn, and a true friend. Weaknesses are distrusting, jealous, secretive, and violent, for example. Most compatible with this sign would be Taurus and Cancer. The next sign is Sagittarius from November 22nd to December 21st, and it is a fire sign. So the strengths of Sagittarius are generous, they're idealistic, and they have a great sense of humor. So the weaknesses are that they promise more than they can deliver. They are very impatient and will say anything no matter how undiplomatic. Uh, they are most compatible with Gemini and Aries. The next sign is Capricorn and it's from December 22nd to January 19th. Uh, they are an earth sign. Their strengths are that they are responsible, disciplined, are self-controlled and have good manners. The weaknesses are that they are know-it-all people, they are unforgiving, condescending, and always expecting the worst. And they are most compatible with Taurus and Cancer. The next sign is Aquarius from January 20th to February 18th. They are air signs. Their strengths are that they are original, independent, and humanitarian. And the weaknesses are that they run away from emotional expression. They are temperamental, uncompromising, uncom and aloof. And they are most compatible with Leo and Sagittarius. The last sign is Pisces. And it's from February 19th to March 20th. And it is a water sign. The strengths are compassionate, artistic, gentle, wise, and musical and their weaknesses are fearful overly trusting sad desire to escape reality and can be a victim and they are most compatible with virgo and taurus so this was our astrology segment we hope you all perhaps learned something new or just maybe furthered your knowledge of the signs and thank you all for listening and um, now we'll move on to the next segment Today we're gonna go through some Valentine's sh shout outs and some Valentine's poems and yeah, some short stories that are embarrassing for some people. So let's get started. Um, let's see. Our first shout out goes to Lena Hansen in IV17. Girl, you got a goddamn shout out. Um, next shout out goes to Evelation SO16. Um, so the poem goes like this it's in Swedish. The listener rada hoar, viet inte längre voyo goar. Neyep, oh, neyo pudding tanker, dina agon, dumba blanker, alle mina tanker, bara forsvinner, mitiata, mitiata, the brinner. 
Damn. That was good. That was actually cute though. I want somebody to write that to me though. Okay. Um next shout out goes to David Nilian Fiat. Sorry, I can't spell that or pronounce that. But he goes to SS sixteen. The next one, Tosh Ten IV seventeen. Oh boy, you got a shot. Um, Maya Oakison saw 17A. You two got a shout out, Bobo. Oh, and the next shout out goes to Natasha Guitar. IB 17, baby girl. You got somebody crushing on you, huh? Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, we got Ingrid Alfredson, IB 17, and that. Wow, um, how do I pronounce that? Nguyen. Yeah, IB16. Boo, you got a shout out too. Okay, and there's this beautiful, beautiful girl who shouted herself out. And this is what she wrote. Me, myself, and I, because I'm single lady and proud of it. Love myself. Girl, preach, baby. Ooh, couldn't have said it even much better myself. <laughs> uh, shout out to David Nilimfiad in Samuel. Ooh. You got two crushes, boo. <laughs> Good luck. Um, shout out to Saria Kraidi. How do you say that? I don't know. Kraidi, Kraidi. Um, I am 18. Boy, you got somebody loving you out there, huh? Um, okay, somebody wrote this story. Or oh, I think it's a he or she. I have no clue. But... This is what the person wrote. I like a girl, but she doesn't go to this school. I love you. Oh, well, that's Aww. cute of you. Um, I will, okay, another story. I was together with a boy f- um, some few years ago, and he has a twin. Oh, okay. Um, I went to his place. And I went to the kitchen where a boy stood making food or cooking. I squeezed his butt. Oh my God. Mm. That's PG boo boo. <laughs> so I squeezed his butt and whispered into his ears something PG. Oh my, my. Mm-hmm. Okay. I got afraid when the person turned over. And that's when I noticed it was his twin brother. That's a way to build a romantic situation too. <laughs> oh my God. As in David Nilefiabu, how many people has a crush on you? Because you have, like everybody shouting you out. Anyway, shout out to you again. You need to sort out whatever issue you got. Cause you seem to be popular around the ladies. Um, next story. There was a girl who was in love with me. I didn't know until her friend told me. Okay, we were pretty close when I found out about her feelings towards me. And I got sad for her because I wasn't attracted by her. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, Maria, baby girl, you got a shout out. Oh, by the way, she's in IB17. So, yeah. Well, here goes a shout out to Mariam in IB17. Um, 
to Matilda Emanuelson. I be 17 too. Love you, boo. Oh, mama. Um, <laughs> here goes a shout out to, oh, Matilda Emanuelson, 17 again. Mm, girl, you got some crushes out there. And to Natasha Gitau. And that's it from me and from these lovely, lovely, lovely stories. And shout out. Bye, boo-boos. Welcome back, everybody, to the PB News or the PB Podcast News part. And today we'll be talking about, well, in case you haven't been keeping up with the news, there's been a crisis going on in Venezuela. They've been suffering from an incredibly high inflation, 1.3 million percent in inflation. And I think the main issue came from a president that was recently, not recently elected, but he was elected around uh, after the death of the previous president of Venezuela, known as uh, Chavez. I'm sorry if I'm butchering that name. And after Chavez's death, Maduro was elected. And shortly after, there's been incredibly high inflation. Yeah, so the inflation has basically gone up to almost 1.5 million percent since his election. And it's been rising ever since. Um, So for people in Venezuela, there has been like a crisis right now. They have to sustain themselves on cornmeal, pasta and bread, and things like vegetables, fruit and meat or dairy products have been going down because of this problem. And generally because of that, people are having, uh, they're suffering from malnutrition and without all the necessary proteins and vitamins and all the stuff that they can get from meat and vegetables, their, their immune system is getting weaker and weaker. and. Supposedly, they're eating this poor people's food, which is because they are they are actually becoming the poor people to do this high, incredibly high inflation. Um, we've also seen rising cases of malaria in Venezuela since this problem has appeared, I guess. So according to a, a statistics from BBC, there have been a projected 50 percent rise since 2015 in cases of malaria, which it's not good since before that it was very low in like 2012 for example during the time which was chavez ruling do you see the correlation over here (laughs) and uh, the main issue we currently well not an issue we have but currently the thing that it's kind of looking it might be looking positive as there might be a new president taking over instead of uh, a moderate if i'm correct and the the support from that Maduro has been getting from other countries has been quite low, luckily. Now, we, we're not really sure if the problem itself is coming from Maduro, but there has been an increase after his election. So that could be the root of the problem. Yeah. And the new president that they plan on electing, uh, Guaido, if I'm correct, is supported by a wide array of countries, the US and Canada being one of them, Brazil, a majority of the EU, and uh, Australia. Yeah, and... Those who support Maduro, which is the current one, um, are, for example, Russia, China, and also some in the Middle East, for example, Iran, Syria, and Turkey. So Bolivia and Nicaragua, which I've never heard of these countries. Interesting. So far, that's the situation and how it's looking in Venezuela. Um, they have a, a president that's probably, that we don't really know if he's causing all the inflation. And possibly a new president that could fix this. Well, we don't know how it will end in the future, but we really hope that it goes well for Venezuela and its people.
of um, February 7th, the subscriber count between him and T-Series is shrinking very fast. It, he only has around, or no, he has under 100,000 subscribers now. NANI? Well, I think this uh, really brings like a, a really sad issue to light. We all kind of saw it coming that at one point, this single Swedish man would be taken down by a big corporation. I mean, you look at YouTube, you look at YouTube right now. And I know that people have talked about this several times. YouTube is becoming more corporate. When it started, it was just two guys and a camera and it just and, and an elephant joke. That, that was it. But now it's just turned into this giant corporation that can pay out millions and millions of dollars almost every single day. Yeah. And to be honest, it's very ironic that he's being taken down by a corporation, especially based in India. And it really makes me sad. It really makes me sad because it takes out the whole you part of, of YouTube because it's just becoming into what, what I'm going to call corporate tube. Because whenever, because obviously we have, we have the trending tab. And a lot of people have talked about the trending tab is just trash. Anyone, anyone who's looked at YouTube will tell you that trending tab is something you'll never look at. Because it's yeah. just late night shows. It's just random news. It's just Ellen. And I do not really care about any of those. And it's, it's really strange. Like YouTube is just, it's just flipping it. And it's not, and it's not like I'm asking for YouTube to become, to take subscribers away from TC. It's just to keep some individual Swedish man on top. Of the whole food chain but still it's, it's it still feels quite unfair youtube is no longer youtube it's just corporate it's a tube. youtube <laughs> pretty much yeah and, and i suppose that should conclude it we it really it really really makes me sad as i i'd hope that uh, I'd, I'd hope that some maybe other other guy would just come up and just randomly rise through the ranks and just take you uh, take peter by some random I don't know, Italian guy or something. I don't know. But uh, it still makes me sad. And I guess I'm just going to end it with that. So for the last part of this month's PBN, we are going to go through some memes that feature audio. The first meme is the someone like you meme that became very popular this month. And yeah. Never mind, Another meme that, that also became very popular this month was the That's How Mafia Works meme. Yeah, th those were the two we had. Sorry, Thanks bye. for listening. Bye.